Now it's the time you've been waiting for. You're in the mix with film producer Jason Slack, a.k.a. the talk of the town now. The 40 Vision Films man himself. The owner of the Jason Slack brand. The place to be is here on the Vision Live Network. And now, let's get it in. There's a party over there. Everybody have a sip, have fun, and say cheers. There's a party over here. There's a party over there. Everybody have a sip, have fun, and say cheers. I walked in the club, shorty dancing all around, twerking. She dipping low, ass all on the ground. Give me a shot of something strong I can sip on. I did a two-step to DJ, played my favorite song. Everybody's getting along. Welcome to the Slackers Talk Podcast, a.k.a. the talk of the time now. I'm your host, film producer Jason Slack. And today is Thursday, August 31st, 2023. And on today's show, per your request, that's right, we have a listener's request. And the request is the return of the versus battle. That's right, something we ain't doing a long time, man. The return of the versus battle. And I gotta tell you, man, like, Y'all put me in the fire, man. You know, these are, we doing album versus album. And these two albums are in my top five. So today I'm in the fire. So without a doubt, let's get it in. Hey, this is your boy, Jason Slack, a.k.a. The Talk of the Town Now. The Slackers Talk podcast is available on all your favorite podcast platforms. Choose your favorite podcast platform, go to the Slackers Talk, hit that follow or subscribe button, and that's it. All your work is done. As soon as you hit that follow button, a new episode, a new content of the Slackers Talk podcast will be delivered straight to your device as soon as it becomes available. Now, here's the best part. You can listen to my show live, which I definitely recommend, but it gets even better. Let's say that you're busy that day. The Slackers Talk podcast episodes will be available 24-7. So you can listen to the show later. You can listen to the show the next day. You know, you can listen to three episodes a day. You can listen to an entire series on your way to work, on your way to the gym. However you want to do it. So you see, it's simple, easy, and convenient. So what are you waiting for? I see y'all Thursdays at 9 o'clock. You heard? And welcome to another epic edition of the Talk of the Town. Now, you're now rocking with the best. It's your host. It's your boy, film producer Jason Slack. As always, man, thanks for rocking with me. Y'all know y'all could have been anywhere in the world, but y'all right here with me. I appreciate that. Thank y'all for tuning in tonight. You know what I'm saying? I... It's a pleasure. I appreciate that. It's the August 31st. I mean, the last the last day of August. Believe it or not, September's here. You know what I'm saying? Time, time goes fast, man. It, it just keeps moving. And, you know, I want to tell y'all in advance, you know, um, happy Labor Day. You know what I mean? I, I do encourage y'all to turn on the grills. You know what I'm saying? I, I do encourage. That's my favorite thing to do. If y'all been living under a rock, man, I love love to cook out, man. I love, man, the taste of charcoal. You know what I mean? Like, if you're on the gas grill, okay, you know what I mean? I go with that, but charcoal is where it's at, man. I do encourage, 
You know what I'm saying? Y'all enjoy your holiday. Y'all be safe out there. You know what I mean? Happy holiday in advance. Also, you know what I mean? September's here. That only means one other thing, man. Football season is here. And I got to tell you, man, this, I know you see the difference in me. Um, usually this time of year, man, I just say, you know, there's a couple of players on the team, on the New York Jets that I'm excited to see. And, you know what I mean? I want to see them, like, develop and do good. But it's a difference, man. Difference this year. I got a quarterback, man. I got a, I got a Hall of Fame quarterback. His name is Aaron Rodgers. And I got to tell you, man, I'm I'm having them dreams that night, man. I'm, I'm having dreams about going to the Super Bowl this year. You know what I'm saying? I got to be honest with y'all. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like that. Like, for the first time in, in my life, you know what I'm saying? I feel good about the football team. In case y'all missed it, you know what I'm saying? I, I shared my thoughts, you know, this past weekend. Aaron Rodgers made his debut in the preseason. You know what I'm saying? The, the first time I got a chance to see him throw in the Jet uniform, you know what I'm saying? In the actual game, rather. And, you know, I shared my thoughts with y'all over on the Sports Core podcast. You know what I'm saying? For the Sports Core Network. You know what I mean? This this past Tuesday. So, you know what I mean? Like everything else. Like if you missed it, episode is available 24-7. You know what I'm saying? It's called Slacker Sports. You know what I'm saying? I, I try to do my thing uh, once or twice a month. You know what I mean? Make my normal appearances on the show. So if you haven't already, man, you know, go check that out, man. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you how I felt about, you know, Aaron Rodgers in a jet uniform, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, definitely, man, support, man. Go and check out your boy over there on the Sports Court Network. You know how I do it. Special shout-out, you know what I mean, to all my Vision for Kids members who had birthdays, who celebrated their birthday in the month of August. You know, one last shout-out to them. I hope y'all enjoyed it. You know what I mean? I wish y'all nothing but love and nothing but the best. And, like, let's just keep this thing going, man. Let's just keep going. You know what I'm saying? I want to, you know, give a special thanks to everybody who helped us celebrate, you know what I'm saying, the Vision for Kids. As an organization, we also celebrated our birthday, our anniversary this month. You know what I'm saying? 18 years in business, 18 years in service. We look, you know what I mean, we look forward to having... 118 more, you know what I'm saying? That's that's how I feel, you know what I mean? So shout out to everybody who supported us. Who have, you know, shout out to people who, you know, wished us a happy birthday. And, you know, we definitely go keep this thing going. Um, speaking of, you know, continuing, you know, on the Vision for Kids, you know what I'm saying? Um, special shout out and congratulations to everybody who started school. You know what I'm saying? Whether it be high school, college, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my Dream Elite members that went on to the next level. Let's get it. You know what I'm saying? You know what's expected. You know, I, I expect to see you on the league two, three years from now. Even four. If you got to do the whole four years, I'll take that. But, I mean, let's do it. Let's take over the league, man. Dream Elite. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, let's go. But more importantly than that, I want y'all to have the experience. You know what I'm saying? The experience. I want y'all to get college education. I want y'all to have something to fall back on. You know what I mean? Above all else. 
You know what I'm saying? So, like, Dream Elite, Vision for Kids, let's get it. Let's go. Now that we did our usual business, now that we did our usual shout-outs, it's time to get into it, man. The return of the versus battle. It's been a long time coming. You know what I mean? Like, uh, here on the Slackers Talk Podcast, you know, we've been growing over the years. We've been growing. We continue to grow each and every week. And we just been having, like, a lot of business to take care of, man. A lot of stuff to, to, to discuss. You know what I'm saying? So, we haven't been really doing the verses, but it's definitely still here. You know what I'm saying? And also, you know, it, it slowed down a little bit because out of the versus battle uh, by Swiss Beats and Timbaland, it kind of, it, it, it was a thing, you know, when, when COVID first hit, you know what I'm saying? When everybody was stuck in the house and, you know, people was on quarantine and all that, like it was major then. And now that people back outside, it kind of, kind of died down a little bit. I, I still think they're doing it here and there. You know what I'm saying? And I was talking about it earlier today. You know what I'm saying? With my partner, Godstar. I got to check. I got to check and make sure that I haven't missed any. You know what I'm saying? Since the last time, you know, we, we talked about it here on the Slackers Talk. It may have been maybe three or four that I missed. If we're not up to date. And if that's the case. You know what I mean? Don't worry about it. I got you covered. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about it here on the Slackers Talk. We're going we go to make an episode out of it. Like out of those three or four that we missed. Or you know how many. However, however many we missed. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about it. We're going to kick it. We're going to make an episode out of that. So you know that's, that's in the works. If we did miss any. But today's versus battle. Is inspired by a request, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, like in addition, you know, let's go back. Since we ain't do the verses in a while, let me go back and explain. Like, on the versus battle here on the Slackers Talk, you know, we, we cover, you know, Timlin and Swiss Beats and the versus battle, the battles that they actually put out. You know, we cover those. But here on the Slackers Talk, you know, we got our own, too. You know what I'm saying? We, we got our own versus battle too going on now. You know what I'm saying? And what that is, at any given time, you know what I'm saying? If you got my phone number, text, uh, email, um, word of mouth, Facebook, social media, any way you want to reach out, you know what I'm saying? You can leave a request and you can tell me like what battle you want to talk about. You know what I'm saying? It could be Artist versus artist. It could be album versus album. It could be actor versus actor. It could be movie versus movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could be basketball player versus basketball player. Team versus team. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't discriminate here on the Slackers Talk. You know what I'm saying? We could do a versus on whatever it is that you feel. You know what I'm saying? And you leave it. You leave it in the comments. You know what I'm saying? You get at me. I'm going to answer it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to give you a direct answer, you know what I'm saying, in detail, you know, one way or the other. There's no bailouts here on the Slackers Talk. You ask me a question, I got to give you an answer. Plain and simple. And that's how it works here on the Slackers Talk. And I got to say, man, you know, I have the toughest fan base in the world here on the Slackers Talk, man. I have the 
the, the, the toughest fan base in the world. I have a fan base that that don't hold back. You know, they make things the hardest they possibly can. And I enjoy it, man. I actually appreciate it, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want it easy. And I have the type of fan base that that know me, which which is the which is always the plan. You know, your fan base, they got to know you. You know, because they listen and they like you for a reason. You know what I'm saying? So my fan base knows, you know, what kind of music I listen to. They know um, which basketball players I like. They know everything that's dear to me, man. So whenever they leave a request, they take it there. You know what I'm saying? Y'all take it there, man. You know, y'all put me on the spot. And, and this one, man, this is crazy. Because this is... These two are probably I could I could honestly say, man, my probably my top three albums, my favorite two of the top three albums of all time. You know what I'm saying? And I gotta I gotta do this, and I'm gonna save the suspension, the suspicion. The albums that I'm doing the verses on today, you know what I'm saying? Made by you, the Slackers Talk fans. I have to do Dr. Dre's The Chronic. Versus Snoop's Doggy Style. Crazy, right? Crazy, man. Crazy, crazy, crazy. First off, man, let me... Maybe let's talk about how crazy this is, man. First off, both albums are produced by Dr. Dre himself. They both are partners. You know what I'm saying? They both are from the same record label, Death Row Records. Both of these albums are classics, man. Both of these albums you can listen to from top to bottom. I mean, I, I can go on and on and on and on and on and on. But it's, it's my job. Somebody has to do it. So first, you know, I guess let's go in, in order. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's talk about The Chronic. The Chronic came out in 92, if I'm right. I forget the month. Either December or February. I don't know how I got those two mixed up. But either one of those two months in 92, right? And and one of the greatest albums of all time. And what's special about this album, it, it kicked off a it kicked off the start of a record label, um, Death Row Records. You know, one of the, my favorite and one of the greatest record labels to ever, you know, hit the music industry. It, it kicked off Death Row Records. It was the debut of, you know, it was the debut album from Death Row Records. It was the debut of Dr. Dre's solo career. Um, You know, Dre was, was just had left NWA, if y'all ain't know the story. And, you know, him and Suge, you know, went on to do their own thing and start Death Row Records, right? And the thing about it, the thing about it was Dr. Dre is a producer. He wasn't an actual artist. He was a producer. He produced the records for artists. So, you know, at the time... 
You know, he was the only artist on Death Row from the from the beginning. Um, DOC, he was there, but at this time, you know, DOC, DOC had that horrific car accident, which in turn, you know, caused him to, you know, lose his voice. Unfortunately, I mean, real, really, unfortunately, man, DOC, DOC. Known as Doc was that dude, man. Was that dude, man? Go back and listen to the formula, man. Like DOC, you talking about lyrical, man? That that cat, that cat was before his time, man. And he was just getting started, man. You know what I'm saying? It's it's crazy that that had to happen like that, man. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's just crazy, man. I could just imagine like the things he would have been able to do. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to DOC. So Dre was the only artist on Death Row. And you know the story, you know what I'm saying? His half-brother is Warren G. Warren G is one-third of the group 213 that he had with Snoop. And uh, rest in peace to Nate Dogg. Warren G introduced him, you know, introduced Dre to Snoop. You know what I'm saying? They, they got in the studio, you know what I'm saying? Snoop let them hear some stuff, and Dre loved it instantly. You know what I'm saying? They, they moved in with them. They moved in the studio, and they started working on the chronic. You know what I'm saying? Um, when he found Snoop, he hit the jackpot because um, Snoop had a, had, a, had, a, had a cousin named Daz who also rapped. Really, you know, known as uh, as a producer. I mean, talented producer. And I mean, he put in that work, too. Like, dads create beats. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's not a guy that you just hear from once in a while. Like, he he works. He 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 got some beats, man. You know what I'm saying? He, he produces songs, multiple songs on multiple albums type of thing. He did the whole dog food album. You know what I'm saying? So... It ain't no, you know, here and there, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that was a jackpot. Um, some kind of way, uh, I think Snoop ran into Corrupt with Warren G. So, you know, that came about. Uh, like I said, they already had Nate Dogg because, you know, they was in a group. Snoop, Nate Dogg, and Warren G was in a group called 213. And, you know, they had the, the Lady of Rage. I think she came along with Dr. Dre, if I'm not mistaken. And they began, you know, they, they began working on the chronic in the studio. Now, Dre, who, who was a producer, you know, wasn't necessarily an artist. And all these guys, Daz, Corrupt, uh, the Lady of Rage, RBX, all these talented guys were working on the chronic, but the thing was, none of those guys were known. They were all new. Like nobody had out of that whole group. Um, nobody had an album out. Nobody had any songs. Nobody out of that whole entire group was known to the public. So I, I want y'all off the rip to understand 
how big of a deal this is and how much pressure was involved. You have Dr. Dre who, you know, wasn't an artist per se. He was a producer. And he's working with all these, you know, new acts. Also like making a debut. Nobody has nobody has a big name in the industry. Nobody has an album out. Nobody has any songs out or anything. They all are unknown. Right? So this is the debut album of Dr. Dre. This is the debut album of Death Row Records. This is how we start now. You know what I'm saying? We we start now with a person who never came out with a with a album before. And he has a whole bunch of artists who who's also making their debut. So you have no star power, so to speak, over there. Now, if, if anything, the one thing that everybody knew, which was no doubt, you knew Dr. Dre was going to produce the album. So you knew that was going to be dope off the rip. You know the beats was going to be tight. Because he, he already had a track record with N.W.A. You know what I'm saying? He produced everything over there. And those were those were platinum records. You know what I'm saying? Working with Easy and Cube and all of them and Ren. So you know so you knew the beats were tight. You know what I'm saying? You knew that part. It's the lyrics that nobody really knew about. You know what I'm saying? And NWA Cube did the writing. You know what I'm saying? So it was the lyrics that nobody wasn't too sure about. So up against all this, they produced, Dr. Dre came out with a certified classic. A lot of people would say like it's the best album ever created in the rap industry. And I wouldn't argue with that, man. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't argue. As it, it, it turned out that it was just genius. All of those first time acts turned out to be superstars. Daz and Corrupt, uh, they later on went on to form the, the Dog Pound. They album went double platinum. Snoop, he becomes one of the, the, the best, he goes on to become one of the best rappers in the world. One of the, you know what I'm saying? Uh, one of the highest selling artists of all time. Uh, Rage, People regarded her at the time as being the best female artist. The hardest, you know what I mean? The hardest female artist out. RBX was dope. Um, DOC, you know, he stayed back and he did uh, a lot of the writing on the album. Um, you got Nate Dogg, who began singing the hooks, which he later became the best at. You know what I mean? He was known as the best... The best person for hooks. If you needed a hook, you went to him. You know what I'm saying? He was doing the, the singing. You had Jewel. Everybody became a star on that album. You know what I'm saying? It was just pure genius. Um, everybody was... The songs, the structure, everything came together like like clockwork. The album produced the, 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 the chart and singles, um, Let Me Ride. Uh, Dre Day, which was um Easy E disc, nothing but a G Day, classic song. You know what I'm saying? One of the, the best songs ever made from the West Coast. 
And I think, you know, the numbers are probably higher now, but I think that album went triple, you know, three times platinum. Three times platinum out the gate. That album established Dre as an artist, um, as the, you know, as, a, as the head of a label. Uh, he proved to the world that he could find talent when he found Snoop and everybody else. And he just put Death Row on the map. Debut album, man. All, all new people. And it's an album that you can listen to from start to finish. And not, like, skip over anything. The whole album is, is tight. You can't say that with everybody. You cannot say that with everybody. So, fast forward. Uh, the next year, 93. Snoop comes out with his first solo album called Doggy Style. Now, the chronic was so good that, I mean, everybody, East Coast, West Coast, I mean, everybody. Because the way the, way the chronic was structured, um, it was Dr. Dre's album, without a doubt. But the way it was structured, it was a compilation album. So it it was like it's it's a it's a Dr. Dre album, but it featured everybody on Death Row. You know, they even got songs that Dr. Dre didn't even have a verse on. You know what I'm saying? Like Snoop was on that album more than Dre was, because Dre is a producer, and that's what he you know. At heart, and that's what he wanted to focus on was the production, and he wanted the the artist to be artist. So Snoop had such a prominent role on the Chronic, and the Chronic did so good. So by the time it's time for Doggy Style to come out, it's just the most anticipated rap album ever. It's guaranteed to go platinum. Like, people heard The Chronic. People know he's with Dr. Dre. They know the beats is going to be tight. Um, and now he's armed with all these other stars. The Dog Pound, uh, Warren G, Nate Dog, Rage. And you know it's going to be a smash hit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know it's going to be a smash. The only thing you're looking to see is what's going to be his style. Like, how he put it down. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 what angle he coming from? You know what I'm saying? Other than that, it's a guaranteed success, man. At the same time, you know, we can say it's definitely going to be a success, but you still got to deliver. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's still pressure. Like, even though Dre came out with The Chronic, you know, Snoop is expected to be the man on death row as far as, like, you know, lyrical, like as far as the artist, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, Dre is part of the, you know, part of the label and the production, but Snoop is expected to be that dude, you know what I'm saying? So he gotta, he gotta deliver, you know what I'm saying? Pre it's pressure, he gotta deliver. And without a doubt, man, he, he did. Another classic album, back to back from Death Row. You got the Chronic first, and then you got Doggy Style. You know what I'm saying? Another album 
not only did he deliver, but another album that you could turn on and listen to it from start to finish without touching it. Like, there's no bad songs on there at all. Just like The Chronic, you know what I'm saying? It, it produced um, a number of smash hits, such as Gin and Juice, uh, What's My Name, um, It Ain't No Fun. I mean, you know, just the album was, was everywhere, man, everywhere. And the, the thing about it, you know, music has changed over the years, but back then, if somebody came out with an album, like, that album was... Like, if it was a good album, that album was relevant for that whole year. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like, okay, it come out, and then within, like, three months, it fizzles out. Like, nah, you know, like, Doggy Style came out in 93, 94, like, people were still rocking Doggy Style. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it was like that. You know what I'm saying? It, it was like that. Like, I remember uh, Death Row even did the the soundtrack to Above the Rim, the movie Above the Rim with my man Pop, of course. And a song from, a song called Pump Pump from uh, the Doggy Style album was also included on that soundtrack in that movie, if you listen to it, like a, a whole year later. So that's like the impact that it had on the world. Like people in New York had that album. You know what I'm saying? That album was everywhere. Like you couldn't go nowhere. Um, it in the beginning, I think it went, I think it went platinum the first week. So it went platinum the first week, and that was a record at the time. And at the initial, from the initial onset out the gate, I think it sold five million, which I'm sure is probably more than that now. But I think at the gate, out the gate. Initially, it was like five times platinum. So it did outsell the chronic. And like another special note, you know, Dre produced the album, but he didn't, he didn't have a verse on the album. So that's a, that's a quick note. And also, man, uh, for all my old timers out there, for my, you know, my age and everything, another like fun fact about the album, right? So, it used to be this thing called uh, radio, not radio, I think it's video music box, right? And it was a TV channel. And what it was is, it was like for a dollar. Like, you had to pay a dollar. And that's how old it is, man. You had to pay a dollar. And you get to pick what video you wanted to see. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get to pick what video you wanted to see. It was like 99 cents or something like that. You had to call in. Uh, I forgot how you had to do it. But it was 99 cents and you get to pick the video. And I remember when, you know, What's My Name was the first single. I remember that came out. Man, that video, I kid you not. That video came out that day. It must have been like a thousand times, man. It had to been like over a thousand times that day, man. I, I, you know what I'm saying? I remember that coming on a thousand times. Like, that was the channel back then. That was the thing back then. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you knew. Like, it was something that everybody was doing. 
like paying for the videos, like you knew it was gonna be some good music coming on there. It was like you you really couldn't wait to see like what was coming on next. You know what I'm saying? You you knew it could have been anything, you know what I'm saying? So like shout out to everybody, man, and, and, and leave me a comment and get at me, man, if you remember video music box. Like for real. That, that's taking it back. But yeah, that album was was everywhere, man. Another classic, another banger. Now, when it comes down to like who, which album was better, right? When it comes down to which album was better, and it's a tough one. It makes it even more tough when the two people are from the same record label and the two people are involved in both albums. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it makes it tough. But when everything is close, when everything is, is close, meaning um, both are, both, both records are classics, um, both are produced by the same person, I go by the music is good, like, you know what I'm saying? You can listen to both albums. Like, when everything is kind of close and split down the middle like that, I like to go on the biggest impact. I like to go on the biggest story. You know what I'm saying? I like to, to go outside the box and think of, you know, other ways besides the music that you know, what What other ways did that album come off? You know what I'm saying? Besides the actual music. And when I look at it that way, and when I think about it that way, I have to give the edge to the chronic. My pick is Dr. Dre's The Chronic. And I tell you why. I tell you why. As far as like impact, I look at I look at the amount I look at the amount of pressure that that came with making that album. You know what I'm saying? Um, Dr. Dre was from NWA. He had just left that, and he was starting a new label. With Suge Knight, which was Death Row. He didn't have an artist. You know what I'm saying? He never had a, a, a album himself because he was a producer. So he had to make that happen. He had to make some things happen for it to be an album, for it to be a record label. You know what I'm saying? What what I'm looking at is I don't think there ever was a time in the history of hip-hop where there was a start of a record label, you know, the debut of a record label. It was a debut. It was the debut of the artist that was coming out first, you know, who was a producer, known as a producer, not rapper. And everybody else on the label 
was also new. You know, you had, you know, people, of course, knew Dr. Dre from producing, and they knew DLC, but DLC had got into a car accident, so, you know, he wasn't going to be, you know, rapping anymore. Other than that, you had just a bunch of names that never did it before. So for you to 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 know, for you to, to have the the presence of mind to go with all new artists for your debut album, for the debut of the record label, for you to be under that pressure and deliver a classic. And, and, and put all those guys together, you know, put the verses together, make it make sense here, make it make sense there, and come out with what many people call like one of the greatest rap albums ever. I gotta give you that. I gotta I gotta give you that nod. I gotta give you that nod. Um, the thing that if you want to say like. The music on Doggy Style is better. I won't argue with you too much. Because and and let I'ma say this and let me know in the comments too if anybody else like felt this way. When you listen to the chronic and you listen to Doggy Style, even though they both produced by Dr. Dre. And they all have the same artists on both albums. As far as the actual production and the actual sound, it's much different. Like the the whole entire feel, like the production on Doggy Style has a feel like it was it was a new it, it felt like it ushered in a new era. You know what I'm saying? The Chronic was like a, a continuation of, you know, like what he did at NWA. You know, with the riots and everything and, you know what I'm saying? Like like that kind of vibe. But Doggy Style kind of like ushered in that, that new hardcore sound. That made it, even though it sounded completely different, it was still classic. So I, I, could, I could see, you know, you saying that musically. But my thing about... Doggy style was, and there's no fault to Snoop, but after the chronic, all those guys were established now. You understand what I'm saying? Like, he had, and there's no, like I said, there's no fault to him. You know what I'm saying? He still had to write the songs. He, had, he still had to, you know, do that. But you had, you had Dre producing the album, and now, you know, you got a whole squad. Like, people know who the Dog Pound is. People know Nate Dog. People know Warren G. Uh, people know RBX, you know what I'm saying? Like, people know Raid, you know what I mean? So you had the benefit of that, which, which of course, like, you contributed to because you brought Daz into the fold and, you know, you did that. But I just feel like there was definitely pressure because Snoop had to be, you know, that guy. Like, he was supposed to be the artist on Death Row, and he was. You know, Dre was... A producer who who came out, you know, who started it all because he was the only name of the company at the time. But Snoop was supposed to be that dude. You know what I'm saying? So there was pressure. There was pressure. 
But I, I just, however, I think there was less pressure because they had a name there. After the chronic, they had a name there. You know what I'm saying? They had built the name already. You know what I'm saying? If, if that makes sense. And if you, if you a guy, you know, some people are, are about the lyrics. Some people are about the beats. Some people are about a little bit of both. But if you're a fan, if you're the fan, if you're the type of fan that likes the beats, not for nothing, but Dr. Dre did produce both of those albums. You know what I'm saying? Like, he produced both. But my pick is The Chronic, and, you know, you can't go wrong. You know what I'm saying? I won't get mad either way. But The Chronic, Doggy Style, and All Eyes On Me are probably my favorite three rap albums of all time with of course All Eyes On Me being number one but that's a different story you know what I'm saying if, if you want to know why you know what I'm saying leave that request but overall man this was a tough one but like I said man you know anybody that feel like it's doggy style I can't I can't do too much arguing because I love that album too. But on this one, I'm going with the chronic, man. I'm going with the chronic. And y'all get at me in the comments, social media, and let me know how y'all feel about it. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going with the chronic on this one, baby. Let me ride. This has been the Slackers Talk Podcast, a.k.a. the Talk of the Town Now. I'm your host. Film producer Jason Slack. And today's winner was The Chronic. And if you're out there, if you're listening and you were young and you wasn't born in 92 when that came out, go back and listen to that album, man, so you can see like what it's really like to hear a classic album, like from start to finish. You know what I'm saying? And the songs are... All the songs are, are three to four minutes long. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, you know what I'm saying? Y'all enjoy your holiday. Cook out on the grill and be safe. And we'll be back again to talk next week. Peace. You're listening to the Slack Is Talk Podcast, a.k.a. the talk of the town now. Find out what's going to happen next.